Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like, you want things good, and that is what we call it. That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an insightful show. Glory to God. Glory to can we just can we sit down? Can we sit? Glory to God. Glory to God. Welcome to church. Welcome to church. How are we doing this morning? So welcome your neighbor. Welcome your neighbor. Welcome to church. You look good. Your hair is fine. Tell somebody. Look, tell somebody. Tell somebody you look good. Nice air, nice air cord, nice air do, nice makeup, air sorrow. As, as some of you are singing, you're not, you're not talking. I will help your kids. All right? Talk to somebody. I'm not seeing movement. I'm not, talk to your neighbor. Welcome to church. Yeah. Ask questions. How did your week go? How did your week go? Grace, talk to somebody. Glory to God. Glory to God. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep going. Ladies, ladies talk to guys, you know. Let's help your case this morning. Get the name, a phone number in my name. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. What a blessed day. Amen. All right. So we've been... Okay, we are, we are done now, okay? Let the girl rest. Amen? Amen. <laughs> All right. So we've been on this um, Ephesians series um, from last Sunday. Last Sunday, then Wednesday. Glory to God. Then today. Awesome. So we began last week Ephesians 1. And ended on talking on, on the authority. So let's do a quick, a quick recap of what we have done so far. Ephesians 1 3. Ephesians 1 3. Okay, now leave the girl alone, leave the boy alone. Amen. Amen. Let him focus on the word. You've done your part. Now let him rest. Amen. Ephesians 1 3. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Look at that. Now go to verse 15. To verse 15. Oh, thank you for watching. Verse 15. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. 
I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. 21. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the, in the one to come. Yeah, 22. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church. Which is his body. Which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Now go to Ephesians 2, 6. Ephesians 2, 6. Oh, glory to Jesus. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Because this morning we are richly blessed by your word. We are built up. We are edified. This morning we know further we are in you, you know, and we are able much more to get the best of our walk with you. In the name of Jesus, as we share this morning, the oppressed walks free. The sick is healed. In the name of Jesus, understanding comes that makes you walk free. The Bible says that you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. This morning, as we recognize you know, our freedom in the word, we walk in freedom in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. So we'll see in chapter 1, verse 3, that it says we are already blessed, you know, with the extra blessing in Christ. We are already blessed. Now, it didn't say if we pray and beg him, he will bless us. It didn't say if we fast, he will bless us. It didn't say if we do all-nighters, he will bless us. It says we are already blessed. So we must start by affirming first that we are blessed in Christ. That is not a future occurrence. It is a past occurrence. What already happened in the past. So I won't, it's not, it's not as though I will be blessed. I have been blessed. So whatever happens now in the future is me working in what I already have. Do you understand? Is me working in what I already have. Is me understanding, activating what I already have in Christ. So you must see yourself as the blessed of the Lord. See yourself as what? The blessed of the Lord. Not one crying for help. Not one, you know, hoping and praying that God will answer you. That maybe God will bless you this week. That maybe you have a good life. That maybe two things come out of your favor. That maybe, we are not just working in maybes anymore. We are those who are already blessed. Do you understand? So you don't walk through life again, you know, but walk through life knowing you have already been blessed. You know, uh, if you've been saved for a while, this can become to look like it's, it's cliche. I've been hearing it since 2004, 14, two years ago. But we must begin to remind ourselves again of the word of God that this thing is true. You must, you must help yourself to remember that God's word is actually true. As in, remind yourself, tell yourself, God's word is true and I live by it. Okay? That God's word will not shy in my eyes. What do you call shy? Yoruba people, Lagos people, shall fade. Okay? That God's word is true. You know what happens to many of us? That we start out, start out knowing God's word is true, but somehow from some setbacks, 
Let's pray for somebody. The person did not get healed, or a friend died. You know, now begin to wonder, is it even true? Maybe everything is a lie. Okay, but help ourselves because it happens to me also that when you know, pray for this one, it got it got healed. That one got healed. That one got blessed. That thing happened. When one now after it not happened, now say maybe everything is not true. All right. I, you know, we all don't get into that trap, okay? But what helps us understand is, okay, that the failures do not cancel the entire thing, all right? Maybe, maybe, maybe we don't know why it did not happen for that person. Maybe, maybe, we, maybe we don't fully know, especially God shows us by revelation or something. But it must not because of, you know, failure cases cancel out, you know, the truth of God's word. God's word is true, okay? And your job is to live by it, to stand by it, okay, to live by God's word. All right? So you have been blessed. So, we said last week, we don't pray as though God can say yes or no. This is very important. We're not praying as though, maybe you say, maybe you say no, no, no. We are praying as those that have the permanent yes of God. Do you understand? That you have God's permanent yes. That is yes is yes today, tomorrow, next tomorrow. You have an eternal yes over your life. This is so vital in how you approach life and prayer. And you pray knowing that I have the yes of God. That if I don't have the answer in the physical yes, doesn't mean God has not said yes or no. God has said yes. So it's now how to convert the yes to what I can see. But that on God's part, it is always a yes. God will not say yes or no. So if someone be healed, it's not a story, it is yes. Healing is yes. Yes of the spirit, yes. You, every, all your rights in Christ are a yes. Not a yes, I know. Second Corinthians 1. Second Corinthians 1, 19 and 20. Second Corinthians 1, 19 and 20. Can you hear me at the back? Is it good at the back? Yeah, really good? Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's comforting. All right. Second Corinthians 1, 19 and 20. For the yeah. Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, by me and Silas and Timothy, was not yes and no, but in him it has always been yes. Take it again. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, by me and Silas and Timothy, was not yes and no, but in him it has always been yes. Always yes. For yes. no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Look at that. So we don't approach issues thinking maybe it's a yes or a no. We're going with a yes over our lives. That when I pray for the sick, is a yes that God will never hold back on his promises. That whatever he has said, the answer is yes. That God, that God is a, you know, his word is a constant, forever true. Okay? This is very important, okay? So we approach issues to lambano, to lay hold of things already ours. This is very important that I pray with a lambano attitude. Meaning, I'm not praying to beg God. I am only making a withdrawal of what God has already given me. It's like saying, for example, that we share an account and I tell you, withdraw freely. Withdraw freely from that account. So imagine I'm coming to beg me and tell me to give you 20k. When we share an account that has 10 billion and I told you withdraw freely. And now begging me that, please give me 20k. That is how we behave with God. Now picture it well. That 
you share an account, 10 billion. You have free access. Free access. Free access. You're now begging me that please give me 20K. But it works with God that we don't need to beg God for some, something anymore. He has already given those things to us. We are blessed with every blessing of deliverance. Every, every blessing. Every, every, all. Keyword, all. It is a song. Every. Every. Then he briefly, he didn't misspeak. He said some blessing. Because he said every blessing. Every blessing. Every blessing. So this should excite you this morning that you are blessed with every blessing available in Christ. Glory to God. So we pray with a Lambano attitude. All right? Second Peter 1, 3 and 4. Second Peter 1, 3 and 4. Second Peter 1, 3 and 4. Why opening that? So to Lambano is to take what is already yours. Not to beg for it, but to take it for use. Do you get to make a withdrawal on your account? It is not to beg for a transfer, but to make a withdrawal on your account, meaning that withdrawal depends on you, not on the giver anymore. You get? So it means withdrawal depends on you, not on the giver anymore. The giver has already given. I'll take it again. To Lambano is to take for use what is already yours. To make a withdrawal on your account. Not to beg God for it anymore. So when you approach an issue, someone is sick, someone is in need, you are not begging God. You are making a withdrawal on your account. Those, those are two very different postures. One does as though God can say yes or no. One goes as saying, God has said yes. I'm only applying that yes over my issue. Do you understand it is easier to make a withdrawal than to make a transfer. It's easier to make a withdrawal than to say, someone give me 20k. It's easier to make a withdrawal. So, the withdrawal is not your prerogative. Glory to God. Are we there? Second Peter 1, 3 and, 3 and 4. Alright, go. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Please pause. Now, did he say his divine power will give us? Did he say will give us in future? Did he say if, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you are well behaved, you know, give you candy? <laughs> Is that what he said? He says, has already given us. Again, we are working in what has happened in the past. We are living now what has already happened. So we are not waiting as though it will happen. We are living what already happened. He has given us all things we need for life and godliness. Again, this, this is now Peter. No, this is not, this is not Paul. Now. People say Paul, Paul is too much. And this is Peter. Right? Peter again saying all. Not some. All. So look at your life. What, what do you need for, life, for, for, for a godly life? What do you need now for a godly life? What will make you feel more godly in your life? What will make you feel more like God in your, in your circumstances? Money. I agree with you. Wisdom. I agree with you. Funds. Amen. Glory to God. Healing. I agree with you. So he says, he has given us. Glory to God. He has given you everything you need. Again, the prodigal son, the prodigal son's elder brother looked like he had more problem than the prodigal son. He looked like he had more problem. Because that one went and came back and had a party. 
But this one, you live in the house. Everything is there. And you are there wondering why no party. So in his heart, was not between the daddy. But everything was there the world. You ma- he made no request. And the father told him, the father told him guy, everything is there for you. Don't no, no to tell me. Just go and kill and eat. So he told the God of our lives that God is not the one holding you back. God is not doing you. Not the one doing you. Some people ask, no, God is doing them. You know how we do. I've been there before. So in my mind, so I, God, have fun. This is taking time. Are you? Is it, you know, God is not the one doing you. God cannot do you. If God does you, you are done for. So fully he's not doing you. <laughs> all right? That's giving us all things. All things. All things. So you have the all of the things that you need for life and godliness. All. Please go on. Chapter verse 4. Verse His divine four. power had. Yeah. Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Look at this. Through this, this, knowledge, through this, through this knowledge of God, chapter 3, that's given us is very great. Again, the adjectives, all through the epistles, that the adjectives. Very great. Precious promises. Lavish. Um, abound. To see the level of overflow that God has given us. So we should walk through life as, as people carrying problem in our lives. Problem. Now people, some people behave, they are Christians, but they look like life is problem. It's pro- problem every day of their life. Even their prayer point is like, there's always a problem. There's always crisis, there's always chaos. No, you have all the blessings that God has to offer. Everything is in your account now. So he says, by, this, by these promises, you then participate, look at that, of the divine nature. You enjoy the God life. Look at that. God wants you to enjoy the God life. To enjoy the God life. Glory to God. To enjoy the God life. To reign on earth. Look at that. This is so good. Let me take it again. God wants you to enjoy the God life. To reign on earth through Christ. There's no reign even scared of demons and devils and sicknesses. No, you are meant to enjoy the God life. In your flesh, not, not just until someone say, it's my spirit. No, it's your spirit so you can still be in your flesh. There's no point being ill in spirit and being sick in your body. There's really no point. Okay? So that you can leave it out on your body. So, God wants you to enjoy the God life. So, Christ came to embody the God life. And he lived all through his time on the earth. He walked free of any issue. Sickness free. Demon free. What did he do? Went about setting people free. So you have got to begin to see yourself. You know, compare yourself with Christ. Can he be sick like this? Can he be stuck? So if I'm stuck, it's illegal. If I'm sick, it's a crime. If I'm sick, it's an aberration. Okay? If, if the firstborn, from which we share the same life and essence, as this thing, then I compulsorily must have it. Glory to God. Alright? So to lambano is to make a withdrawal on your account. Not to beg it, beg for it, okay, but to make a withdrawal. So we said again, we need to see Christ saying, God, please, heal this person. God, if it's your will, let him rise up and walk. God, please. We never saw a God please in his mouth. Did Christ ever beg God for something? What did he do? Decrease. 
decrease, decrease, rise up and walk. Take up your bed and go home. Even sin no more. Freestyle. Glory to God. So even to a point where he spoke to the, he spoke to the storm and he just shh, like, what manner of guy is this? Now they didn't say what manner of God is this. They said what manner of man is this wife to show you he did those things as man, not as God. Do you understand this morning? You know, I remember the, the, the part where Christ walked on water. No, not that part. The part where there was a storm and he was sleeping in the ship. He was sleeping. He was, and there was real storm. Real storm, but the guy was sleeping. And I woke him up and I'm like, guy, we're going to die. I don't care that we'll die. What did he say? You think you'll show empathy and sympathy. Say, why are you afraid? Don't you afraid to fit? Why are you afraid? But in my mind, the fear was legit. The fear was valid. But to him, Okay, the fear was, why are you afraid? It's just a decree away. And peace be still. And Glory to God. We need to see ourselves, you know, as that person, as Christ. He has all authority and gave us the exact same authority. So we can make any decree he can make. You can make any decree that God can make. You can make he has given you all the authority to wield. Glory to God. Okay? The same authority. We also have the exact same power available to us. The power with which he took Christ up from the dead. That same power is at work in you now. Not, not a tomorrow thing. It is a now thing. So again, this, this baffles me, right? And it, it's, maybe it annoys me a bit. When I see believers having to go from preacher to preacher to preacher to pray, I do not tell you, ah, your family is your grand, great-grandmother that planted something under the tree. You know, locked your daddy's umbilical cord in one clinical clinical. So, you know, and, but you are wondering that, sir, we are men in Christ. How is a demon your problem? How is a demon your problem? How can a demon give you sleepless nights? How can a demon make you fast and pray three days? Demon. Fast and pray three days. Demon. Demon. Man in Christ. Fasting. You are going hungry by demon. Do you get? No, no, no. Man in Christ. You are fasting over a demon. The demon makes you not to eat. The demon took food for you for three days. I don't know how it works. So, but for me, it doesn't just gel. I never saw Christ fast over a devil. I never saw him sweat over a devil. I never saw him break his sort of a devil. All he did was just commands, commands, commands. Just one word and demons jump out. Just one word and demons jump out. Okay? That is who you are in Christ. So we don't go about, you know, laboring under the stress of devils. Threatening over them. So there is a story of this, of this preacher that a demon that physically came to his room and turned the room upside down and there was, there was chaos and all that. So he woke up, sent, sent the demon out. So the demon left. And I thought, not to, not to himself, okay, who will now, who will now arrange the house back? Who arranged everything back? So he called the demon back, man, and, and, and the demon came back, and that was clean. Authority in Christ. So Bishop, <laughs> so there's this mad guy that, you know, this guy was mad, and he went to Bishop, and they prayed for him. Bishop said, just put him in my car. Not prayer. Just put him in my car. Let's see if the demon will wait. And the guy, as the guy got him, there was peace, and the guy was hell. was well. So it took us what? I think it was, it was an insane guy also. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And the guy went to the, went to the room, prayed for the guy, 
just made a decree and left. And they were like, uh-uh, that's all. It didn't matter to check the guy was when. Just went there, made his command, and went home. That's all. That's all. I've given my word. That's all. And that's how it works. It's you knowing your authority in Christ and wielding it. Knowing your bank balance. That's the point. Knowing your bank account balance. What is in your balance in Christ? What is in your account in Christ? Because it's through that knowledge that you can make demands. If you are unsure of your bank balance, you you, you not withdraw confidence. Right now you do it, someone sends you money in your ATM, and you're not sure when has entered. You have to stand at the queue and pray. No, you know, you're not sure because Jesus did not give you a lot. So you're unsure if you have one in your account or not, right? So that's the way we believe with Christ. We act, we act as though we are not sure if those things are true. So we make, we make withdrawals with half mind. You've got to withdraw with confidence, with boldness. You can get yourself healed of any sickness. We can do it for ourselves. It's just that knowing this is my right in Christ. This is mine. This is mine. This is mine. Alright? Glory. So, the same power that took him up from hell, you know, when he was bound, you know, when he died and went to the grave, okay? The same power that took him up from death is the power at work in you now. It's the exact same power, not, not a, you know, a, a cut of it. The exact same power is available to you. Again, I said on Wednesday, that the devil knew that he had made the brag that he would rise on the third day. So, they expected that he would try to rise. What does it mean? That hell formed that day, they formed vote trunk, that this guy will not rise up. So therefore, that's called, called all these people together, all these demons together, that we will sit on him today, he must not rise. There must have been some form of tussle that this guy must not rise. What did God do? He accepted strength and took Christ up from the dead and now made that same power available to you. So if hell all together as one vote trunk cannot stop Christ, they cannot stop you. You didn't get that. You didn't get me. If all of hell could not stop Christ, and you have the same power at work in you, same authority, then all of hell cannot stop you. Yeah. Your entire village together, your entire village, your, your entire village. Edo, <laughs> just look straight. I didn't call your name, okay? Your entire village, Osage, okay? <laughs> your entire village. Oh boy, oh glory. They cannot stop you. They can't stop you. They can't curse you. They can't hold you back. They can't hold you down. They cannot. They can try to because devil is a bastard, say. Allah Shejuni, you try. Okay? He likes to try to see if you know what you're doing. You know how bullies work. Uh, okay, I have a bully story. Hmm. So, hmm, in my S3, you know how if you are tiny like me, I was very tiny. I was tiny, skinny, short, all you know, all the problems. <laughs> tiny people. Tiny one just face watch, okay? Okay. Okay, so I was that I was very short. Love you too. You are pretty and you know. It's really, really cool. <laughs> so, and I was now bright too, with a, with a very bright, I was bright and with a very sharp mouth. You know when you know that you are, when you know you are bright, okay? And all, all, you, all you have in your life is that, is that brightness. So that's the whole shakara. So I used, to, I, used to, I used to shakara everybody. I don't mind the school. I'll, I'll tell you, this exam, I will not teach you. you it is all I'm a guy here. You will fail this one. Okay, don't go out and be smisha. But it is all Yeah, I'm a guy. You fail this exam. I told, I told someone that this exam, you fail it. I told you, I told you an example. This one, you fail This exam, you fail it. Because me, I will not teach you. And they can't feel the silly. <laughs> so, so I had this bully that will come every night when they come and bully me. Every evening. He will come every day. He was enjoying it. So the guy will come every day. Every day to bully me. So one day, a roommate told me, guy, just fight anyhow. If you don't fight, it will not stop. 
If you don't fight, it will not stop. You keep, keep bullying you. So that day, I did all I could. You know, you are, when you don't have power, you have nowhere to eat. Kick the balls, kick everything, did everything. As in, the guy went, went, went back sweating in shame. Guess what? That was the end of it. That was the end. Every dirty trick, I beat him. Every dirty trick. Shame, shame caught the guy. Because it was the problem, everybody was dead. You know, that's how he left me. That's the end of it. That's what the devil is. If you keep begging and crying, he will keep doing it. If you keep going about like a helpless Christian, pastor, pray for me today. Pastor, pray for me tomorrow. The devil loves it. He enjoys it. You know, you know that after pastor goes, you're on your own. Have you heard now? Pastor has gone home. Church has finished. Hell yeah. Some people get killed in church. They get killed in church and two weeks time they're back, they're back sick. It happens a lot. They go, they go, go to crusade. Pastor lays down. People get killed as they walk, walk, up, walk up from their wheelchair. And they go home and they're sick in two weeks back to the wheelchair. Why? The devil doesn't mind you getting into crusade. He doesn't mind that. that. He doesn't mind that. He, he wants to see how you keep the healing. He does the comeback. If you don't know you are in Christ, that healing is temporary. You must know you, are, you must know how to enforce who you are in Christ. That's how it works. So you can beat the devil anywhere, anytime. See, that's to remind yourself this thing. Remind yourself every time you are in Christ. That you can beat him home and away. Everywhere beat him. In your sleep, beat him. Anywhere you see him, flog him. Sickness, beat it. Disease, flog it. In your career, flog the devil. In your business, whip, wipe him, whip, whoop him. Everywhere you see him. Amen. Whoop lack. Whoop poverty. Whoop bad marriage, bad marriage wipe it. Not, 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 not my life. Uh, my, my father has so and so, my grandfather has so and so. My house will be fine. Hiya. My mom will be blissful. You get, you will be the devil everywhere you see him. You get my point. I'm not sorry. Okay? Because the, the guy likes to try. <laughs> Glory to God. See, now this is very important. So, so some believers have a knowledge gap. Others have a lambano problem. Yes. They know it's just in Christ. They don't know how to use it. So, so what nobody thought about spiritual warfare. So we just think that because you have been in Christ, there will be no contention. Just because you have left in Christ, there will be no, there will be no, they will not try. You don't know this guy. He tried even Jesus. He tried to tempt Jesus. He tried to tempt Jesus. So that's his job. He goes, the Bible says he goes, he runs about to and fro, looking for who to devour. Looking for the sleeping Christian. Or the one, you know how you can shackle somebody, see the person be afraid of you. Person goes, hey, hey, hey. that's how it works. When you have a fight in garage, you have a fight like that exactly. You have a fight in garage. My friend, you know, not start begging. They'll collect your money, your phone, you won't transfer, join. Derek, I. Okay, just, just face one. <laughs> Glory to God. You know, back then in secondary school, sorry, in university. So we used to have this course, this challenge, and all that. So my mates then, they'll take their phone. Take their money, you shall do everything to them. So twice in school, once one on level, I was walking this babe to our hostel. Oh no. <laughs> I was walking that to our hostel. And this guy was following us from, from school gates to town. And I was calling me, I was calling, ace, 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 ace. I look back. I kept going. He got around to our front. So you know how to do strong mass. I told my babe, go forward. I will undo. I will undo him. <laughs> and so Obviously, in my heart, there was some fear. But I've heard Bishop too much. I've heard Bishop too much, so you cannot show the fear. So the fear was here, but not on my mouth. So there was fear here, but in my mouth, no fear. So the guy was making all this brag. I'm like, guy, 
I don't care. God's telling me, you don't know why I'm in the clinical, clinical. I can't just like, like, I don't care who you are. I was, I was killing you, but my mouth had to be, had to be firm. It had to be firm. Because if you show the fear, they will beat you. Take your wallet. Take your phone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Another problem. We'll get to that, pro- that particular problem too. So, so the guy was like, clinical, you know, I was really making a brag. I'm like, see, so me too. I know who I am in this school too. So I was like, don't know I'm, I mean, do you know why I'm I'll brag, I'll brag back to the guy. You also know why I'm in this school. Yeah. When the guy got time, he said, okay, give me, some, give me something to eat. I'm like, and I asked him, what do you want? Then, I, I want to drink star. And, and I put out my wallet. Audacity, oh, put out my wallet to a court guy. And I put out 15 euros. And I said, I'm giving you this, what you ask, and I feel like giving you. And I gave him. And I asked him, what is your name? He was like, 100 level. Like, yes, I'm 100 level. What is your name? The guy gave me his name. I, I want your full name. And I told him, my name is Tolu Ayeni. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I did that. I did that twice in school. Twice. Twice. Because if you show fear to your enemy, you are in trouble. If you show fear to your enemy, you are in trouble. If you show fear to a bully, they will bully you well. So it's not to be to be audacious. Of course, your mind can be going one kind, but your heart, your mouth must be saying the same thing. Your mouth can override your, your, your mind. Do you understand? Oh, we're going to 20 level also, you know, or, last week then, on the level is in Ojo, 20 level upwards, Ekpe. So we heard about Ekpe, also, that, that place full of cultists, a lot of threats. Then I go to Ekpe, hey, you're in trouble. Hey, do collect your babe. Hey, one thing, one, that, that's my major fear, do collect your babe. Ha. Ha. A lot of threats. And I, I, I had to go and pray. I had to go and pray about that. God told me, give me a word. It says, you are afraid when there's no fear. Since I went to school, no fear. And we went to school with boldness too. That no fear here. No fear here. And from my stay in school, never harassed. Never. Never. Father, I learned in school that if you know you are in Christ, we bully cultists. So they took one guy to go and interrogate him in town. Pastor said about it. And called the guy. Took him to their hostel. No, no, they like to live together. Those, those brothers live together. So took the guy to their hostel side on the lawn. And took water. Baptized his church member and said, All of you, this guy is my member. If they burn you well, go after him again. Shh, nobody did. Who wants to die? But because we are afraid, they bully us. When you show fear, the devil will wipe you well. See, the demon in them knows you are man in Christ. The demon at work in those unsafe people. Those sass, those nonsense people. Okay? The demon at work in them knows your name. But do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? They tried slapping a friend of mine once, and the person's hand, hand actually hung. They told me, I, I was not there, but he told me. The person's hand froze there. Same old John, last week. Interesting school, right? I had this friend too, he's pastor. He's, like, he's a pastor of his own church, right? Too. He'll tell me then, we hear that they're having court meetings, court meetings in the school now. Nah? He'll be like, in my school, court meeting, totally let's go, like, a gaffa. That's how this guy used to roll. That he'll, be like, he'll be like, in my school, court meeting, in my school, let's go. Ah, pastor, you're me, they did not disturb you now. Glory to God. But the audacity. The audacity. All right? The audacity. So this is important. Okay, this is, this is key. Now, we are told in scripture to what? Resist the devil. Why? Because he will try. If we won't try, there will be no to resist. If we won't contend, there will be no need to stand your ground. The Bible tells us to stand firm. 
After they've done all this, all, all this to stand, then stand. Why? Because the devil will try. Otherwise, they don't need to stand firm. They don't to resist. Because he will try. That is why you have to stand firm and resist. So people act as though, believers act as though they don't have to resist or to stand firm. To stand firm means that you might, might, might want to shake. It means there will, be, there will be things that want to shake your faith. Where you are told to stand firm. That's Peter 5. First Peter 5, 8 to 9. Then James 4, 7. James 4, 7. Okay. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. So, all over the world, there's contention. But he says, you stand firm. Resist the devil. Stand firm. He goes about looking for who to devour. That's his, that's, that's his, his job description. To go about looking for to devour. Okay, so he will try. That is why you have to stand firm. So you might see your body symptoms. Symptoms. You know, like, but I can't be sick, but I feel sick. Stand firm. Resist the devil. Stand firm. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't, don't, don't accept it, my sickness. No. Stand firm. Resist the devil. Resist. Now, for example, now we say the devil goes about looking look forward to the war. Follow me here. Follow me here. He goes about looking forward to the war. Now, when you, look, when you look around your world, you will see some issues come up to your community, to your family, or to your nation. Now, for example, I, 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 I learned that black women are prone to fibroid. That is a black woman thing. They are prone to fibroid. And of course, because fibroid causes miscarriages. Right? That is a, it's common to black women. So, p- people see an obvious work of the devil. And we act as though it's not there. Until, until it happens to you. Now, when I'm like, whoa, fibroid. It is so common. What does it mean to you? Knowing that it's common in your environment, what should you do? Take a stand before it's your issue. Do you get, before it becomes your own issue, take a faith stand. That my body never is fibroid. Never is never a miscarriage. You know when you check, check African check statistics, from my, from, my, from my experience, so maybe three in ten women have miscarriages, three in ten pregnancies, three in ten women. From my, from, my, from, from just, from just what, I, what I hear from people, maybe three in ten. Maybe three in ten women have, have, have miscarriages, three in ten women. So, will you wait? God forbid. Take a face stand today. That's not my portion. Ah, never. So you put, see, so it means that when, when you hear it around you, you, just, you, you confess to, your, your face stand. That my body is perfectly healthy. No fibroid, no cyst, no miscarriage. You take a face stand before the issue happens around you. Glory to God. So when you see also African men also, plenty plenty communists. Communists like, like the thing. Thanks for your men. A lot of them have, you know, one child outside. <laughs> No family here. <laughs> okay, see, the average Yoruba man, one in, maybe three in ten also, has a child. It's, it's so true, so true, so true. Or, some of them also die early from violence, from clinical, clinical, early death. Or, one of the parents just their children and run away. So you can see, or poverty. So you see the issues in your environment. What should you do? Take a faith stand ahead of time. Don't wait till this, this is your case. Take a faith stand. What does it mean? What is God's word about my health? 
put God's word on your lips now. Not when you are sick, oh, now. So you, I catch the sick. It's not when you are sick, before you have a symptom. They do not ask you, I can never be sick to yourself. Prepare your face stand before the day of battle. Glory to God. Because the devil goes about looking for who to devour. So what's in our families, we see, we see the trend. Now it's even right in your face. But you live casually, as though there's nothing there. Take a faith stand. Take a faith stand. And put that faith stand on your lips. Begin to fight your battle. Fight already. Take your stand and fight. Don't wait till it's your issue. Take a faith stand and start fighting. So it means that you cannot begin to excuse headache or body pain. Because you know, if you're used to excusing headache, when there's a bigger issue, you also excuse it because you're used to excusing everything. So practice fighting for the things yours now because the devil is a bastard. Okay? So you, you must know how to take your faith stand because he will try. Glory to God. All right, so Ephesians 2. So, going into Ephesians 2, know that the Bible is not written in, it's not written in, in verses and chapters. So, for example, write, write your love letter. Write your love letter. I will not put chapter 1, verse 1, chapter 2, right? I write you a love letter and I just read all through, right? So, so the epistles are letters. They're not written in verses and chapters, okay? They're, they're broken down that way by, by translators to, to help our understanding. So, when you read Ephesians 1, Ephesians 2, you're reading the same, the same thoughts, the same thread of thoughts, continue down, you know, stepwise until the end. Alright, so, it's why it is good to read your epistles, if you can, at a stretch. Don't do Ephesians 1 today, Ephesians 2 next week, it won't help you. So, try to read it at a go, so you can get Paul's, you know, reverse thoughts in epistles once, you know. It helps you understand the thread, the train of thoughts. Romans, don't read Romans 1 today. I read Romans 2 next week. You don't understand anything I'm talking about. When you read Romans 1 to 3, it's a particular, it's just one, it's just one meaning. All are sins. Romans 4 to 8, what does it mean? Christ has set you from sin. Everything is a thread of thought. So read your epistles at a go. Do you get? Like, write a letter. You know, today, read letter 1. You read first paragraph, first paragraph of the letter, and you know it again to next week. You get, what I, you get my thoughts in, your, in the letter. All right? Okay? Now, the epistles also are very important. This is important. This is where your life in Christ is documented. This one is, this, this, these are the books written to you. The epistles are written to you. The rest are written for you. This one is written to you. The rest are written for you. This one is written to you. So, you should, make, you sh- you should understand ab- above all else the epistles. So, I see new believers. They are in Malachi. They are in um, Abacoc. They are in um, Jeremiah. It's a turn of stomach. Sincerely, you won't get, you won't understand Jack. It will be annoying and confusing. Okay? When you understand the epistles, okay, those ones can begin to make sense to you. Okay? So, your real life actually is in the epistles. So, start from the epistles, understand it, then walk your way back. Do you understand? So, it's the epistles. Okay? It's the epistles. They describe the equation in detail. Alright? So, we say also, the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. The New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. Do you get that? 
The New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. The old is the new concealed. So what, what, what was concealed in the old is revealed in the new. What was concealed in the old is revealed in the new. So you want to understand what, 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 what the entire Bible thing is about. It is revealed in the new, in the epistles. So the plan of God, concealed in the old, is revealed in the new. Is that good? All right. Well done. Ephesians 2, verse 1. As for you, you were dead in your, tra- your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. Please pause. Please, as for you, you were dead. Now, when you read Ephesians 1, 20, 20, 20, 22, it says Christ was dead and God rose him up, right? It says you also, you were also dead, okay? Dead in our sins. Giving over to sin, you know, obeying sinful, the sinful, uh, sinful thought of our flesh and all that. Okay, we were dead. We we're under the whims of demon forces, you know, acting, you know, perhaps as they directed us. Okay, Christ was dead, right? God rose him up, right? You also, you were dead. Now, he didn't say you are dead. He says you were dead. So the believer was dead. Now, Alive. You must understand the tenses of the epistle. The tenses are important. That you were dead to you were dead in sin. You were dead in sin, living in sin as you wanted. Okay, but now you know the way Christ was raised from the dead. You were also raised back to life. Please go on. Three. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath, but because of his great love for us. So, by nature, we were deserving of wrath. By nature, we were, again, the tenses. Not we are, we were. That that is our past. So, in our past, you know, as believers, our past, you know, we're sinful, you know, we're deserving of God's wrath. We we followed the, the, the... the, the, the sinful thoughts inside of our flesh. We followed past tense. So as I always say, you have to draw a line between you were saved and, and when you were unsaved. That something happened when you got saved. A line has been drawn. So you must know your where's and your now. Okay? So before now, you used to, you used to do all sorts. You know, someone to say, I never did, but me actually, I know what I did and what I plan to do. Amen. Verse 4 says, but God... So it says, I was deserving of wrath. Then something happened. God intervened. So, you know, I, I, I imagine what I would be without God. I try to think about it. Number one, I had this feeling of emptiness, this hopelessness. You know, I had some, you know, <laughs> glory to God. I, I, I know things I almost did that God, some, some God, God did not make it happen. Things that I actually did this but God just, God just helped me. It did not actually happen. I can't say it in public because it's a big deal. Okay? <laughs> so, I understand the, when he's saying we were by nature deserving of wrath, but God. But God. So, I imagine what, what, I, what I've done right now. I probably would have been, you know, my kind of person, right? I would probably have been good outside. But the things that I'm doing, like you don't know I'm doing it, 
God help you. I probably have been a terrible schemer. Or a terrible womanizer. Now on is sure. Now on is sure. No, no. We all have our, I could have been this but God. That's the point. And I've lived for the money. And for the woman. For the glam. But God. I probably have, you know, when, 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 people, when people live that way, they don't plan with bad parents. They, they don't plan with bad parents. But it, it just happens. So when you are that kind of person, by nature, just, just become mistakenly a bad parent. You know, they are doing that, but God, it's fine. But God. And, and I've been a bad father, because you know, when you have plenty of women, you, are, you offend your wife and definitely offend your children. So when I see myself now, you know, faithful to one woman, you know, Loving my child and all that. But God. But God. But God. But God. So, you have to know your but gods. But God. What could have been that God saved you from? Remember myself being a politician? Not for the stealing money, but the control of power. Being able to control power. But God. The scheming, the deceit. But God. But God. But God. But God. But God. Alright? So look, let's look at them right now and, and do your but gods. Rennie is looking like, hmm, it's true. But God. But God. But God. But God. He says, but God. Who is. Let's, let's go there. Verse 4. Yes. But because of his great love for us. So this was a love intervention. But because the birth there separates what was from what is. That this could have been my story, but God. But God. But because of his great love for me. Okay? It says, God who is rich in mercy. God who is lavish in mercy. It is not out there giving you small mercy. You now beg for more. You are shannon me. Right? But God, but because of his great love for us, okay? God who is rich in mercy, says he made us alive with Christ. Look at that. But God, but because of his great love for me, he made a way for my salvation. He made a way for my freedom. So when people submit themselves to Christ and live like that, they are better lovers, better spouses, better parents. Better countrymen. Better leaders. Alright? But God. KKJ says, but God. Who is rich in mercy? But God. But God. Glory to God. So, before I was dead in sin, now I am what? Dead to sin. Before I was dead in sin, now I am dead to sin. Alive in Christ. So, it has got to show in my life. And I'm, I'm dead to sin. Okay? I'm dead to sin. I'm alive in Christ. So sin right now has, you know what? No power over me. It has no, power, it has no hold over me. I can say no to sin. I do say no to sin. Amen. When you see that fine picture online, you want to, you want to go back again and scroll up. You want to now zoom. Okay? You can say no to sin. Amen, guys. Amen. Glory to God. 
Glory to God. So you can say not to sin. You can walk out of any sin. You should walk out of any sin. Sin has no power over you. Sin has no hold over you. It has no hold over you. Glory to God. Because, but God, okay, for, because of, of, of great love for us, he has made us alive with Christ. So we are alive with Christ. That's what it means. When you see, when you read, when you read the epistles, you'll see a lot of prepositions. In, with, by, through Christ. To show our oneness with Christ. That you are in Christ. You are with Christ. You live through Christ. Just that. So you show your in Christness. That your realities are Christed. That what is his own is yours. Why you cause Romans? It says you are, you, are, you are an heir of God, Kaya. You are joint heir with Christ. You share the same inheritance. What, 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 what means we joint heir? Joint heir means we share the same inheritance. Why are we so sweet though? You are joint heir with Christ. So whatever is in Christ's account is in your account. You share the same account balance. So if sin has no hold on Christ, then what? Sin has no hold on you. Glory to God. Ooh. It says in verse 6, and God raised us up again with Christ. And what? Set us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ. See? With him. So, read in Ephesians 1, that God took him up from the dead, raised him up, and sat him at the heavenly realms, you know, far above all things at the right hand. Far above. So now says, you also, you also, God raised you up with Christ. I made you sit in Christ, in the heavenly realm. So you sit on the same seat of authority. It's exactly the same seat of authority. So whatever he can decree, you also can decree. So you see why you don't need a, a, a pastor to pray for you to get healed. The same authority. You, don't, you, might, you might have to, right? You might want to, but you don't need to. You don't need to. You can, on your own, lamband what's in your account. When people say, Pastor, 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 usually it's a sign of, a sign of lack of faith. Pastor, pray for me. Pastor, it's not bad. It can be a sign of your lack of understanding of what you have in Christ. Glory to God. Let's go to Romans 8, 15, 17. Romans 8, 15, 17. These things are mine in Christ now. It's not tomorrow. They are mine now. They are mine now. Healing is mine now. Glory to God. Wisdom is mine now. I'm a joint heir now, not tomorrow. Go on. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought you about your adoption to Glory. sonship. Yeah. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs. Heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. Glory. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his now, glory. That last part, let, let me make it clear to you. Don't forget that we are with Christ, we are in Christ. Romans 6 will tell us that. That when he died, we died also. Okay? When he was buried, we were buried with him. When he was buried, we rose up with him. To say, we shared in his sufferings. Do you get? When we got born again, all he did was put it to our account. So we shared in his suffering. So automatically we share in his glory. So it is not, it's, not, it's not a future thing. It's a what happened in Christ thing. So we shared 
in his suffering when we got saved. So his death became our death. His burial, our burial. Resurrection also, resurrection. So because of that, you are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. You are joint heirs with Christ. You have whatever Christ has in his account. You are seated with him. Seated in him. Authority. Authority. So you can say, I've got the power. Yeah. Glory to God. It's who you are now. It is who you are now. It is who you are now. Not who you will be tomorrow. So, so when, when those issues come, when those thoughts come, when the doubt comes, when the fear comes, remind yourself, I am seated in Christ. I am seated with Christ. I am with him. I am in him. We share the same. I am joint heirs with Christ. So nothing can hold me back. I refuse it. Glory. No power in hell cannot be back. No power in, no power in hell can hold me back. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So when they tell you, eh, eh, your, 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 your people side wants to, want to, want to, you will not begin to enforce who you are in Christ. That in Christ, I am above all these things. Look at that. In all what? These things. We are what? More than a conqueror. More. 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 So you begin to enforce it. So when you have a pain on your body, you enforce it. I am the healed of God. I am the healed of God. Pain has no place here. Enforce it. Glory to God. Sometimes it, it means say it over and over to yourself. Just watching the word. I am healed. I am the healed of God. By his stripes, I was healed. I was, oh, not I will be, right? I was, oh, by his stripes, they put into my account healing. So in my account, there is healing. So I lambano my healing. I am the healed now. No cancer zone here. Glory to God. This is a no cancer zone. Glory. It's a no fibroid zone. It's a no sickness zone. No typhoid zone. No malaria zone. It's a no COVID zone. Why? There's healing in my account now. So you begin to lay hold of it. You take a first stand and put God's word on your lips. No dining out here. Don't dine out here. You know, you know the sad part? If we just kill somebody and, and we repent, it goes to heaven. So, so you have no right to allow some demon, some, some demon controlled SARS to enjoy you. Enforce who you are in Christ. The demon in them will not kill me. It's as simple as that. The demon in them will not, the demon in them will not, not, not harass me. It's as simple as that. God forbid it. The demon that controls them. If you know, says those who are under control of devils. The demon in them will not afflicts me. I refuse it. Smoke up. Glory to God. Verse 7. Is this good? 20 more minutes. Glory to God. Ooh. All right. Verse 7. Yeah. In order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Oh, wow. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. Please pause for a here. So he says that, you know, that God wants to show through all the coming ages his incomparable of his grace. Okay? Especially in his kindness to us, to show through us to the entire world 
is kindness expressed. To use us to put his grace and goodness on display. He wants to use me for, for billboard of his goodness. So with me, yeah, with me to show how good and kind he is through the coming, throughout the coming ages. So the believer ought to be the carrier, the marketer of God's goodness. Of God's grace. Of his kindness, of his support, of his help through life. This is who you are now. You are a carrier, a beneficiary of God's grace. So there is no need for no shanumi. You have been shanud. You've been shanud. You've been helped of God. You've been so again, it says, but God who is rich in shanu, glory, who is rich in mercy. Lavish in mercy. Lavish in help. Lavish in supply. So when you have when you are, when, when you are, you are, you are in your life, you are pressured. You feel stuck. Remember, but God, who is rich in mercy, who is lavish in help, he can get me out of this. I can walk through this. I will not die here. I will walk through this. This is not my end. This is only my beginning. I just start. But God, who is rich in mercy. So you are beneficiaries of God's graciousness. Look at that. So he says, for it's by grace. You have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourself. It's, what, it's a gift of God. Verse 9. Not of works so that nobody can boast about it. Look at this. So he says, the grace, salvation, is a free gift. You don't hustle for it. You don't work for salvation. It's a free gift. You only say yes. You only what? Say yes to Christ. You don't labor to be saved. You only just accept the free gift of salvation. You are saved by grace through faith. What does it mean? You put your faith in what God has done in Christ. And you are saved. Not of works so that nobody can boast about it. Your salvation is a free gift. The free gift of God's grace. Look at that. Now it says, for, verse 10, for we are God's handiwork. Hiya. I'm God's craft, human in Christ. It's God's design. That's why verse 2 Corinthians 5, 17, 18, 19 says, All things, it says, if any man is Christ in the creation, it says, verse 18, all things are of God. So all things in a new man is God's design. So whatever doesn't look like God's design in you is illegal. Oppression is not God's design. It's illegal. So all things now are of God. So all things in you now, you are God's handiwork, you are God's craftsmanship. Okay? All things in your account are of God. Glory. It says, he expected us to do good works. Okay? See, so we are not saved by good works. We are saved into good works. So the believer, because you are now in Christ, you can begin to live out good works. You know, when we were younger, secondary school, I tell myself, this week I will not lie. Timbers only 8 a.m. I will lie at 30. In fact, just leave my, my hostel. Just say, senior. Hey, come here. Sir, so, so, so is calling me. <laughs> Barely at 15. But I'm the new man in Christ now. I've been empowered for good works. So now I can do that line. I'm in Christ. So no matter how big the nation looks, I can do it without it. Because now I've been prepared. I'm, I'm God's handiwork, prepared for good works. Glory to God. Titus. Titus 2, 11 to 14. 
Titus 2. Level to 14. My son reads well. It's numbers. We read this numbers really well. Applaud my son. Doing well. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. You were born your own. Amen. <laughs> Titus 11 to 14. What would you not say amen? I said amen for you, Shah. Okay? Level to, level to 14. <laughs> for the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. Please go to it teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. While we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify himself a people, and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. Look at that. So he has purified us to himself. We are now a people eager and able to do good works. Philippians 2, 11, 11, 12 and 13. It says, it says it is God that works in us, both to what? To will and to what? To do of his great pleasure. So we are those now that can live out the pleasure of God. What are his pleasures? Righteousness? Right. Is that all? No. Healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out devils. We, can, we are now able to live out his good pleasures. The things that give him glory, as we are right now, by those people who are eager to do good. So, turn your story around. Stop being the one scared of devils. Be the one casting them out of other people. It's funny to me, Mark 16, that Christ, Christ is not bothered saying, if you're a believer, you'll not be sick. He didn't bother anymore. He said, the believer will cast out devils, will heal the sick. What did he do? Turn it around. So, instead of being the one being on the defense, made you go on the attack. Do you understand? So it's no longer you that is from pastor to pastor for help. It's now you being the one that, are you, are you, do, you need, do you need help? Come tomorrow. It turned this around. That's who you are in Christ. So it, it moved you from the sick to the healer. From the oppressed to the deliverer. That's where you are in Christ right now. So you can walk free of any crisis. Walk free of any challenge. Walk free of any sin. No sin is allowed to hold you back. No addiction can hold you back. No addiction, nothing, nothing. You are a man in Christ. Nothing is permitted to hold you back. What do you do? Put God's word on your lips and wait what with it. That this, I'm over you. You have no hold on me. You have no hold on me. You know, some people are, you know, they are so cool outside. But what they do in secret, even them, they're ashamed of it. You can walk free of it. You can walk free of it. You can walk free of it. Don't, don't let the devil use shame to, to, to keep you down. Walk free of that shameful act. Why? You are a man in Christ. Let's rise up. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory. 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 So, so, so be, be, right now, be, be tell yourself right now, those things that hold you back, that try to hold you back, are we rising up quickly like soldiers? Amen. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. Begin to speak over yourself. I'm much more than that. I rise above the crisis. I rise above the pain. I rise above that sin. I'm free from it. Aya, there's power here to, to, to effect your freedom. So, you know, speak that word. That temptation. That disease. Family crisis. The sickness. The pain. Iriaka shati. Radiyaladaga shata. Meko sutoko preladiyaka saya. Are you making that degree this morning? 
Decree over that pain. Touch that spot and decree your release. Oh, decree your release. Decree your release. If there's a pain on your body, speak to it now. You leave me now. The Bible says, I will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So, body, be healed now. Be healed now. I am the healed of God and I say so. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So you also, because you have been redeemed from sickness, now say so. Say so. Say so. I am the redeemed of the Lord. Redeemed from sin. Redeemed from death. Redeemed from sickness. Redeemed from lack. I am the redeemed of the Lord. I am the redeemed of the Lord. Oh, I am the redeemed of the Lord. I am above the sin. Above that shame. Above that doubt. I'm above the issues in my family. I am above them. I am above them. I am. Are you making your degrees? I am the redeemed of the Lord. I am above the addiction. I'm above the addiction. I'm above the pain. I'm above the doubts. Oh, in all these things, I am more than the conqueror through Christ that loves me. Glory to God. I'm above the sickness. I'm above it. I'm above it. The life of God flows through me. I'm a partaker of the what? The divine nature. I've escaped because of the world you lost. I am a partaker of the divine nature. I am a partaker of the nature of God. Oh, yeah. I am a partaker of the divine nature. I'm a partaker of the divine nature. If any man be in Christ, he is a brand new creation. All things have passed away, all things have become new. And now, all things are of God. All things in your life now, they are of God. All things in your life now, they are of God. Your health is of God. Your peace of mind is of God. Your righteousness is of God. Woo! Your glory is of God. Now you walk in the blessing zone. Glory to God. Now you walk in the blessing zone. The greater one lives in you. I am. So, you are a partaker of the divine nature. I am, you are a partaker of the divine nature. Woo! Partaker of the life of God. The life of God flows in you right now. Nothing can hold you back. All the powers of hell 
cannot hold you back. So right now, you advance. You move forward. You make progress. You make progress. You reign in life through Christ. 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 You reign. Are you decreed this morning? Free from the sin. Free from the pain. Free from crisis. Free from affliction. Oh, free. 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 The Son of Man has revealed to destroy the works of the devil. Son of Man has revealed to destroy the devil. Decree right now. That sickness, never again. That sickness, never again. Never, never, never again. That sickness, never again. That fire brought, come up now. Hallelujah. Anyone that has believed for healing this morning? Anyone that has believed for healing? Anyone believe for healing this morning? Anyone believe for healing? Please come out, come out quickly, come out, come out, come out quickly. Come out, anyone believe, believe for healing, believe for healing. Anyone in the house or online? Yeah. Believe for healing. Please let me make it fast. Make it fast, make it fast. Make it fast. Make it fast. Make it fast. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you. So you say after me. Christ has given me authority to trample upon snakes and scorpions and all the powers of the devil and nothing shall by enemies hurt me. Nothing shall by enemies hurt me. Nothing shall by enemies hurt me. I'm the healed in Christ. By his stripes, I was healed. I live healed now. And today, mark the end of the sickness. Right now, as hands are laid on me, the power of God flows through my body. And an end comes for an to that pain. Comes for an to that pain. Are we ready? Are we ready? Those of your family, family, are you here? Thank you. Because she's healed. Now! Thank you. That pain leaves you now. That talent leaves you now. And never returns. You mark today as the day that you received your healing. Now! Now! Glory to God. Yes. At the yield of God. And we decree your healing now. Power of God flows your body. Effect a complete healing in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. The power of God flows through your body. Effect a healing now. In the name of Jesus. The affliction goes and never returns. In the name of Jesus. So it is. brother now in the name of Jesus it is done healing now that's that. 
the name of Jesus. Healing now. Anybody else? Oh, thank you, Lord. We give you all the praise. I need the song. Close up. The song, quickly. Let's, just rejoice. Let's give you thanks. Let's rejoice. Let's, give you, let's rejoice together. Are we ready? We're going to rejoice. Give him thanks. Quickly, quickly, quickly. I'm going to dance and praise the Lord. I'm going to dance and praise Him. Doesn't matter. Comes my way. Spirit of the Lord inside of me. His name is Jesus. I'm
Father. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you. It is settled. It is completed. Ah, you are healed of God. Live now and forever. In the name of Jesus, you walk free of those things. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory. The things have left today. They stay. We grow on them. We live by them. In the name of Jesus. Woo! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.